0: Ooh, that's pretty good. That's the highest you've ever given one. It is. I'm usually an extremely tough critic for numbering things. So, yeah, I'll say 9 out of 10 because I had a lot of extremely different experiences. Like, yeah, I went tree planting, so I was in rural North Canada uh, for many months on end, living like an absolute legend (laughs) slash homeless person um, (laughs) in a tent for three months. Well, that is your highest score, I think.
1: This past year might be my lowest score yet.
2: Hey! Oh, <laughs> hey <going>? there!
0: <laughs> How's it going? We're back. It might have been a while by the time you hear this, because we sort of have slacked a little bit, I think. Well, not slack. We took the holidays, I guess.
1: Exactly. It was intentional slacking, yeah. intentional break, so Come- yearly themes uh, for this year are coming out in January.
0: Yeah, I guess there will be. We're recording this in December, to be clear. So. Yes,
1: we're currently in that period of time between Christmas and New Year's where time stops existing. So who can say really when we're recording yeah. this, but
0: I laid in bed in my pajamas until like noon today. So, okay, cool. Yeah. That's the kind of, that's the type of, uh, type of holiday we're dealing with. So. Very good. Very good. The best kind.
1: <laughs> and before we forget, this is Standard Humans. I, the person talking, am Aiden.
0: And I, the person talking, but. Now, um, Evan. Excellent. We did it. Professionals. If we're both talking at the same time, I don't know who's who. True. <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is our beerly review, which is new and is actually a lot more of a lot cringier of a title than I thought now that I say it out loud. But um, so basically, uh, it's it's just sort of two in one. So we, we do our year in review. Uh, every comes out every January we do it every December like late December mid-December just reflecting on the themes we had for the year from the last year how it turned out sort of stuff like that and what we're gonna try to accomplish in the new year and also Aiden is as, as you guys know big into whiskey but not as you guys maybe don't know not as big into like beer and stuff and I I I would say I'm very into both. So this is also an introduction for Aiden into a more diverse set of beers.
1: Yes, which I am very excited about. Evan has provided five different beers. One, well, one I know very well, uh, the Guinness. One I think I've had once or twice because it's everywhere in Toronto. It's a Toronto one. one, one? No, the Brickworks. Oh, yeah. I I was just naming the ones that I know. okay. And that's all two of them. Okay. And the other 3 I have not had. So this is this is good. It seems like it's in the in the range and you've you've Yeah. what do you call it? Uh, vouched for them. Yeah. So I'm I'm expecting a lot.
0: The also, bar is set high. I'll, for all the sticklers listening of which I don't know if there's any. But if there are, uh the brickworks is technically a cider, but it's the vibe is similar it, it's the it's the same vibe as a beer Sa- same application <laughs> exactly yeah. it's beer but with apples exactly right? yeah just beer with apples not <laughs> so it's not very sweet it's a drag anyway we'll get on to that
1: yeah so we're gonna be cracking open those and touching a little bit on them throughout it's a nice little uh, b plot to this
0: episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is the year interview the the b plot oh man i guess we're
1: just gonna have to see <laughs> what gets more airtime yeah
0: probably the beer
1: <laughs> it might just honestly
0: there's, there's more more to talk about there so how's your year good oh okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nah, no nah, we'll, we'll get a little bit more into it than that yeah but before we do a quick side note i guess on the idea of yearly themes and what that is if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes essentially this is a concept that we got from the cortex podcast with cgp gray and mike Hurley some of you might be familiar with and essentially the idea is that things like new year's resolutions are pretty trash because you're trying to set this like concrete goal that you're going to complete over the course of an entire year yeah. and you inevitably like give up on it within usually a few weeks exactly
0: and also it's like it's sort of trying to it's, it's it's a very all or nothing approach uh which for things that aren't cleaning your house uh don't uh don't generally work as well especially if you're trying to just alter your daily behavior it's quite hard to just be like i'm going to do something completely different and i'm not going to start it right now i'm going to start it in like three weeks when it's new year's so i think that also probably the fact that it only starts on that day hurts it definitely because then it sort of puts in your mind like if you want to make a change you shouldn't make it immediately you should wait for some holiday or something or some other outside event uh to happen instead of just realizing like oh i should start doing this and doing it the moment you think of it definitely yeah
1: yeah and furthermore like if you've heard of smart goals before that like specific measurable actionable uh time-bound i forget what r is but that's okay
0: okay i thought you were just throwing a bunch of adjectives out there but that's the acronym no (laughs) there is actually an acronym
1: for like how you're supposed to set goals these themes are a bit I don't know that it's the opposite of that, but it's very much trying to get away from that. Mm-hmm. Themes are not like actionable goals so much as they are like guiding principles or ideas to keep in mind throughout the course of, in this case, the year, because we're doing yearly themes. Yeah. So you can pick any length of time that you really want that just kind of help you to move the trend line of your life in the yeah. direction that
0: you want. That's and that's exactly it. It's like a very, like, it, it, this is a very very mellow uh, kind of thing like it isn't like your yearly theme won't be like become a millionaire <laughs> um because that's like a concrete thing it's just more like oh i want to like an example would be like oh i want to you know just maybe spend more time thinking about stuff before i make decisions like so it would just be year of like consideration or something um yeah it's very vague and like as a as an example of of how it's applied like pretty much for me i would just put it at uh, i'm i'm an old man so i still have paper calendars um so i would just write whatever the one word or one phrase no it's one word the one word theme is at the top of each month for the calendar just look at it and then be like nice <laughs> And yeah,
1: I'll leave in the show notes a link to CGP Grey's video describing what it is. It's really short, and I think really gets to the heart of what it is. As well as a link to the website where they explain it. They're also like trying to sell you a planner there, which seems really nice. They they, they seem really good quality. I haven't but, tried them yet. Yeah, but, we have
0: no affiliation, so like buy but it if you want. Absolutely not necessary. <laughs> <Yeah>. But
1: <laughs> do it if you like. That's up to you. But yeah, I think one of the like best examples that I think illustrates what. Like a, a theme is um, from that video uh, that CGP Craig had was, uh, for example, if you set the year of health instead of, uh, say, uh, thinking that, oh, I'm going to like run a marathon this year. Or, maybe. or like
0: or even like I'm going to run for 30 minutes every morning or go to the gym for one hour every day or something like that, where it's like a it's, it's a, like a streak based thing. And so if you don't do it, you're like, well, shit. Yeah. now I guess I may as well cut it out
1: yeah whereas with like the year of health maybe that's what you start off doing is trying to get into running and have like some kind of like goal as part of it that maybe you want to try and run a marathon but if you decide that running's not for you and maybe you're more into cycling or powerlifting or, or, that's or you, cool. or you
0: find yeah or you find like maybe self-motivated stuff isn't as good and you're better on like a team sports thing so you sign up for a team sport a couple days a week
1: yeah or if life throws you like a real hard curveball and you find some like big like health issue. Maybe you get some like disease or cancer or something and you need to focus on that part of your health a lot more so that's okay. You haven't failed your theme. It's just what it means to you changes throughout the year as you go through life.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's it's extremely an extremely vague nudge towards some some area you want to just focus on more in life.
1: Very good. So with that like first ten minutes of the podcast done, explaining what a theme is and the fact that there were going to be drinking beer shall we shall we get into it shall we pour one of these and get into how last year went
0: yeah so the first one we have in the lineup it's fairly uh fairly exotic it's called guinness um from uh yeah it's a from,
1: from the isle of
0: Ireland. yeah
1: i think it's, <laughs> it's off the mexican coast or something yeah. like that
0: but yeah so this is guinness the one that aiden actually knows and that I guess not. It's not. It's not universally known and loved. It's universally known. It's like two thirds loved. I would say. I'd say most people like it, but some people don't. But yeah, one of the best in both of our opinions. Oh yeah. Here you go. Listen to this. Oh shit.
1: Solid start. <laughs> uh, here's some napkins. <laughs>
0: Don't mind that. <laughs> Never mind. Don't listen to that. Um, <laughs> just uh, that spilled well. a little bit on my on my pants, but that's okay. Let's um, move the expensive so gonna... recording equipment and then pour it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, let's pour a bit of... There we go. I've been told for Guinness you can do a hard pour just sort of down because you first... Oh, because have... of that ball, isn't it? Yeah, and because you want like a head on it. Um, like you want a decent head on it and it's not as easy to get. I don't I don't know I haven't been to the Guinness factory unlike my sister apparently it's a great time that sounds like a great time definitely got to do that at some point yeah but as far as I understand pour it let it sit for a bit to get that nice nice little head going on yeah little aesthetic then you're good to go excellent
1: sounds good (laughs)
0: I hope the other ones don't explode.
1: Hopefully not. I wasn't like shaking them up or anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah. <laughs> like I was very tipsy when I was walking them home from your place, but I don't think I shook them up that yeah, no, much. No, <laughs> I
0: don't think so either. Huh. Well, unfortunately. It's okay.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what beers do. Yeah, exactly. They're fickle creatures. They are. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, this is probably, probably good, good to, go. to go. All right. Okay. So, slancher. launch. Yep, that's good.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Guinness. Like, you know what you're getting. Like, yeah. that th- very thick bread. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's good shit. <laughs> Liquid bread. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess let's g- first talk about what our themes from last year were, each mm-hmm. of us. So, Aiden, what was good.
1: yours? So, Lion last year was the year of experimentation. And I guess we can just go through, like, uh, I can go through mine and then we can go through yours, kind of how it went. Yeah. And... I don't know. I feel like I, like, obviously, like we talked about, there's no, like, fail condition, per se, with these themes, but I feel like maybe this one, I don't know that it went as well as some of my previous themes. I guess, Uh, to start off, like, the idea, I think, that I really wanted to get across was it was trying to introduce more experiments into my life or to treat things as experiments more often. Like, just,
0: just, I, I guess, a little bit, like, exploratory Like, like try something, not necessarily because you're going to stick with it forever, but just to give it a go, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, you don't, if you start something, you don't have to commit to it forever, which I feel like I've gotten to my mind a little bit, but maybe not totally, especially I feel like diving deep into the fire movement since that last episode that we did. Like, I, man, I was... I was not expecting to get as sucked into that world yeah. as I did. I'm
0: retiring at 27. Let's go. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> no, but like one of the interesting things there is like um, talking about like the dangers of like recurring expenses, like stuff that like yeah, uh, even if it seems like a little bit every month, that adds up mm-hmm. uh, like food to a lot. <laughs> cut that out exactly stop it yes yeah, don't stop. be gross stop eating. eating your food photosynthesize no but like if you have various subscriptions or whatnot or
0: oh, okay well that's fair I this is this is this is a side note mm-hmm. who the hell enjoys monthly subscription boxes for anything why would anybody want that i don't get it <laughs> i don't get it at all because i just saw one for it's literally i forget what it's called but it's just for clothes um, yes. and they just send you like two outfits every month. I'm like, why do you want that? <laughs> I don't get it. It just takes up room. And then you, are you getting rid of your clothes at the same rate? Like maybe, but I, I don't get it. I don't just, if you like clothes buying them that often, just buy clothes. <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand it at all. Or like, especially like, I feel like the quintessential one is loot crate. That's actually just garbage every month. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's like some interesting stuff in there, but it's like little knickknacks and garbage that you'll open and take out of the box and be like, wow, cool. And then put them somewhere and forget about them forever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd probably agree on that. I see some value hey, look, in some of them. This sponsored by Loot Crate.
0: Andrew Code's <laughs> <quotes> standard <laughs> humans. Loot Crate,
1: the shitty knickknack <laughs> subscription yeah. service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so i guess we lost that
0: partnership but man it was gonna happen it Who's was it was if it wasn't for that
1: oh yeah i mean if we change our tune in a future episode you know that they're we're on the pay
0: yeah so and that's fine i, I would take their sponsorship it's fine my morals okay. are up for purchase please don't send me your boxes
1: <laughs> yeah just send us money send, not me, the boxes. send me regular money
0: i'll take that <laughs>
1: But yeah, no, just the thought of like, okay, how does um, if if you continue the whatever habits that you have uh, that are costing money, how much that can like impact you financially over the long run, which, you know, for little things is a lot less. But the more it costs, the more it uh, adds up. But yeah, I feel like there were probably like a few things that Mm -hmm. I did that are more maybe like experimental or like cool or things that were good to try. But it's definitely not something that I kept in mind, I think, as much as I would have wanted to Mm -hmm. throughout the year
0: i'm actually the same way there so yeah i'll go over mine mine was um it was similar it was experience um and just, so that's that's a, yeah, similar vein just wanting to get a diverse level of experiences because it was the end of my university uh undergrad so i graduated from that so and i had to work at something over the summer and then I had to apply for like a full career job so I figure you know that's an extremely wide array of stuff but I didn't stick to it or I didn't keep it in mind I, I didn't stick to it I guess but I didn't keep it as in mind as much as I would have liked um, because after I moved out of my uh, university house in um, I guess it was May April or May um, I actually lost my calendar which is where <laughs> I write it all the time because then I went out tree planting and I obviously didn't have a paper calendar because I didn't have a wall so I couldn't stick it to anything um, and so then I uh, kind of forgot about it because I didn't have my calendar <laughs> and then I just came back and still didn't have the same calendar I bought a new one and then forgot to write it on each one so yeah, <laughs> unfortunate, but happens. But I, but I mean, I guess it was just deeply ingrained in my subconscious because I did act it out. I would say I was successful in its, uh, in what I had hoped, the sort of stuff I would hoped for when I made it mm-hmm. the the past year. Okay, yeah, you've got a few like experiences throughout the year. Oh yeah, I'd say for sure. So, uh, yeah, graduating university in the last two semesters, like the last year of university, I had a lot of fun. Saw all my friends, you know, got a lot out of school, learned a lot of stuff, I think. You know, and then I did an extremely interesting job, which you guys have heard about over the summer, tree planting. And so I went a lot of places I would absolutely never have gone in my entire life if I didn't do that. Because I I would have no reason to. Um, And met a lot of different people, interesting people who I'm still friends with, a lot of them and uh then started a career in an interesting uh field that again like a year or two ago i wouldn't have even known about so i would say overall very good very 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 successful
1: that's good Mm -hmm. that is excellent even though like it wasn't top of mind all the time that's that's good that feels like that's almost what you want is like by the end of the year for this kind of like idea to just be like part of your mental process
0: yeah just just inceptioned myself exactly yeah
1: but yeah that's good and yeah i'd say like for me like i probably did a few things that i think in retrospect were good experiments like top of mind is like that whiskey episode yeah like that that was definitely an experiment like it's very different than stuff we've done in 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 the past but that has been fantastic yeah that was a lot of fun it was and definitely i'd say like set off the like love of whiskey again yeah because i i hadn't drank for like a year or two almost well really maybe not like totally dry but pretty much i think maybe like early on in the pandemic there was just like a folio like newspaper article uh in the globe that was talking about how like man maybe people uh drink a bit too much on average yeah and it's actually very bad for your health and it was like oh well shit i'm just gonna stop
0: and you're like what if i what if I reduce the average <laughs> by being on the extreme one end of it? Yeah.
1: They were like, on average, Canadians are actually very alcoholic.
0: <laughs> See, I found we're pretty, I, I, don't, I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of people in Canada drink more than they should, but if you look at the average drinks consumed per capita uh, in the world, we're not that, we're not as high as you'd think. I mean, one of the things that's interesting there that, if I'm remembering this article from a
1: few years ago, mm-hmm. said was that, um, that depends also on like the size of drink or what's defined as a drink, which yeah. is much larger in Canada than most other countries. Really? Yeah, like our serving size, or our like what the, is considered a, a like a serving size by the government or whatever agency it is that yeah. regulates that is larger than a lot of the other comparable countries.
0: Okay, because yeah, in my mind, I would say one drink is I would a normal size glass of wine, one shot of spirits. Or like yeah, one shot of liquor or a pint of beer. I would say each of those is one drink. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, I
1: forget like off the top of my head what exactly is like considered like a serving size in each of the different countries. But that was just interesting. But it definitely put me down a path of like not drinking, which I got to say is nice, is very nice financially, yeah. uh, not drinking much. But it's
0: definitely something that's like oh,
1: it is kind of fun to do every now well, and then. It's it's a it's a balance, you know,
0: um, like everything. You know, you still. You can have stuff you like, but obviously, no one thing should sort of like consume your life or all your money or, I mean, all your money. Buying a house probably would, but that's not really an activity. But yeah, no one activity should like consume all your money or your life or anything like that. And obviously, moderation is important. So yeah, drinking too much, not a good thing. But if you, if, if like for you, it's like a, like a, a little hobby, little, little, part of interest is just like oh this is an interesting whiskey it comes from here it does this and this is an interesting one it does this um and if you're consuming it in moderation and you're not blowing that much money on it because you know oh yeah we're both big on mooching <laughs>
1: very much yeah. yes extreme moochers as you will see in the next episode yeah
0: yeah true
1: a little preview <laughs> there almost entirely a mooching based episode yeah so
0: yeah, I mean you can still enjoy stuff,
1: you know. Definitely, yeah. And I feel like as long as like your relationship with it's healthy, like specifically the alcohol, that seems like some uh, people yeah. it gets dangerous. But oh yeah, And yeah. be honest, with whiskey, it's almost like kind of annoying that it gets you drunk because it's like <laughs> I just I like the taste I, and I like the history. And if I it didn't get you drunk, you could drink it so much more.
0: I actually agree. I would. <laughs> uh, like yeah because uh, because I like the taste like I would probably fill myself like a small glass if it wouldn't get me absolutely blasted. So obviously I don't because I don't I, I'm like I usually have to do stuff in my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't want to just be like absolutely smashed, but I do really like the taste. You sometimes have to do things within the next 48 hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it tastes really good. So.
1: But yeah, that that was a fun experiment and definitely glad I did that. Um, and then like other things was like, I tried doing an online course, which was quite fun specifically. Like one of those ones you just sign up for online, like not associated with a university. It was an After Effects kickstart from the school of motion. So it's basically like an animation thing, like like basics animation, which was very cool. Got that, uh, work paid for that for me. So that was very nice. Thank you. I guess guess
0: it's pretty relevant. So
1: relatively. yeah, Yeah. It was definitely some like skills that i've made use of so Mm -hmm. that was nice and i mean i guess the like interesting part of the experiment there was that like it does take a fair bit of work on top of your regular job to hold up a course but i was pretty good in school and i'm like generally a pretty like structured and organized person so i was able to handle it like i know some colleagues have like struggled a bit with like trying to do that like hold up both like social life job and then add in this like extra like be it like five 10 20 hours a week yeah depending on like the level of the course can be too much yeah so it's like huh that's
0: kind of cool yeah that's something i would like i would be interested in actually as well i might look into something like that but yeah. uh yeah especially if your company does any kind
1: of reimbursing it's something to take advantage of but even still it can be or I mean, you, I'm sure you can
0: find free ones at like
1: public libraries and stuff like that as well. Oh, that's interesting. So, I had not thought of that.
0: Yeah, there are some free courses in public libraries. Mostly things like um, like hobby things, like knitting or like languages, um, as a separate category from hobby things, because it is for most people as opposed to me, where it kind of is my hobby thing. But yeah, there's there's usually some interesting stuff. Uh, I went to a kimchi making class one time in a public library. That was pretty interesting that's cool i did not succeed in my attempt Mm -hmm. made it way too salty it was gross and then i forgot a jar for like four months in a cupboard and then tried it that was actually better it was a lot better after like four months like fermented a bit more yeah it was quite bubbly
1: okay interesting yeah but yeah, oh, maybe that's another good like experiment. Going to the library, I I don't know that I'd actually ever like taken out a physical book what? from the library before really? like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> wow! Like I'd been to the library with my mom when I was a kid. Yeah, but like I'd never taken out like an actual book. Like I got a library card for Toronto when I moved there because they had a booth. Yeah, on the, like the first day of school at first day of university, but I'd only ever done like eBooks or uh, digital audiobooks. Huh.
0: that's interesting
1: but then (laughs) the other day uh i decided like you know what i'm just gonna try it i'm gonna throw down a bunch of holds and then i figure that you know over the course of a couple weeks or what or months or whatever they'll come in oh no just like uh they do with ebooks because they're popular and it takes a while to get a lot of them and then like 20 came in at once yep they're pretty prompt on that okay this is actually really nice like (laughs) i can just get books For free. On demand, for free, at any time. This is incredible. How have I I don't need to spend any money on books next year at all? Like this is incredible.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm surprised, like, yeah, with the subscription based model and people not wanting to spend obviously not wanting to spend money on stuff for good reason that libraries aren't more popular. Because like a lot of people like reading, I assume, and it's free. And you can have any book you want because even if they don't have it, I don't know if all library branch, if all libraries do this, but the Ottawa Public Library, if they don't have a book that you're looking for, they'll order it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, cool. Yeah, so you can you literally have access to any book in the generally available market. <laughs> That's actually really so, impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I don't know if Toronto does that, but I'll have to check
0: that out. They probably, honestly, they probably do. People don't ask a lot, but um, if you're like, hey, I was looking for this book, it doesn't seem to be in your system. Do you think you guys could get it? probably will yeah why not like Mm -hmm. i'm sure somebody else will want it at some point yeah exactly so it's not like one more book that big a deal in their system so but yeah so hey everyone go to the library if you want to read a bunch of books it's it's cheaper than buying them it's infinitely cheaper in fact it
1: is infinitely and like especially for uh more less popular ones or more niche books like there can be absolutely no wait time like they'll yeah. ship that to your local branch very quickly in like a couple of days exactly yeah. yeah and then you just have to walk the few hundred meters it, <laughs> yeah. depending on how close you are but yeah so that was cool and like i did other things like i tried out making a font and i have like seen some of my colleagues in person which is fun mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that
0: is always fun i know right? physical
1: real people it's so much it's so good yeah it is so good like i like working from home and all but it's so nice to see people that's in person. well
0: that's why honestly i work from home like max what i try to keep myself to max once a week usually pretty successfully working from home because it's yeah it's just nice to like even if i do the same amount of work at home and at the office it feels more productive if i go into the office just for me because it's like you know dress nice see people interact build a relationship better relationships with your colleagues than occasionally microsoft teams calling them and stuff like that really really good
1: so that is cool yeah yeah my issue is usually that all my all the people i work with are like americans so oh, they're just not difficult. there. Yeah. But there are there are a few
0: people that and are also needing... Americans. Ew. Just kidding. Nah, yeah. they're, they're cool Americans. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to all the Americans <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Hi.
1: Hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, nah, they don't. They don't need that going to their heads. Yeah. The, just the country as a whole. Shout but... down. Ooh, shout down. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, they're good.
0: They're good. Um, speaking of shouting. Just kidding. Not speaking of shouting. Uh in case anybody's wondering, I'm rinsing out my glass with a bit of water to uh you know not taint the taste from one beer to the next. Probably doesn't make that big of a difference, but I'm doing it anyway.
1: Probably not. I'm not as concerned about it as with whiskey cuz like beer can be it's pretty
0: strong. Like it's got a taste. And you're drinking a pint of it, so that's like a milliliter or two of something else shouldn't change it that much. True. Yeah. Much less dilution. But yeah, Or much more dilution. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but but yeah, for whiskey, it is crazy how like even like like literally two drops of water for some like a, like Lafrague, like an Islay like that can completely change how it tastes. It does. So. Yeah. And I assume like having a little bit of whiskey as well in there from like another one would change it. Like, yeah, I don't know, but just as much. Okay, now we're moving on to one that is extremely local, as in whenever I go to get this beer, um, it the brewery is about a 15-minute bike, or I guess an hour walk, but I don't do that. About a 15-minute bike across the Greenbelt from my house. Yeah, that's not too specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, there's a lot of houses it's a around green there. Belt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And uh, so it's really nice. Uh, it's called Kitchissippi Brewery. or Kichisipi, Sorry, Kitchissippi Beer Co. Beer Company, I assume. And they have uh, they have a lot of different stuff. And it's, yeah, like I said, it's nice because it's brewed, like, actually, like, in my neighborhood, pretty much. Um, and it's really good. And it's also making its way all across the uh, beer stores and CBOs at least around where I live. So... That's very good. It's nice to see a local uh, local business doing well. But this one is the so Kitchissippi Beer Co. 1855 Amber Ale, and okay, so it says on the back. Why is it called that? On January 1st, 1855, the city of Ottawa was incorporated after almost 29 years <laughs> being known as Bytown. Okay, cool. Thank you for this general Ottawa history. And this can of beer has been sitting here ever since. <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably not. This is an uh, so this amber ale is an ideal beer for showing people that a darker brew can still be refreshing and balanced. Mm, Interesting, okay. Mm. Anyway, yeah, listen to this. Hopefully, it doesn't turn out in disaster. Okay, we're good. Crisis averted wasn't as good a sound, but you know, yeah, it worked. Okay, here we go. Let's
1: pour this. So do you know off the top of your head, what's the difference between a stout and an amber ale? No. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Um,
0: I know what they're like. Like I know, I know the, the, the differences in, uh, tasting notes, (laughs) not really actually. I know the differences in, uh, in morphology, but not in, in, (laughs) you know, I know uh, like, uh, like Guinness, not Guinness's stouts, um, are yeah generally like a really thick texture they're really dark colored like they're black they are like sort of malty grain like sort of warmer extremely not hoppy generally and a a little lower alcohol too and ales have a pretty wide range but amber ales are generally i mean they're they're a bit hoppier uh than stouts because everything is And they are obviously lighter colored, uh, less thick texture, um, but still have some sort of maltiness going on. And they're not as hoppy as like an IPA or something. So they're not incredibly bitter. Um, They're like more refreshing and stuff. And they're good. I'd say these are good with like, these are also good with a meal. Like I like stouts with, with meals, especially like, you know, like a fish and chips or something. These are good with something like that, like a hamburger or something. Nice.
1: Okay. Anyway, cilantro. Yeah, cilantro. Thoughts? It's reminding me immediately of that Molson we sometimes get oh, yeah. at uh, the local place.
0: Yeah. It uh, Which, for, for reference, if people drink a lot of beer, I don't think this really tastes like Molson, but it's obviously infinitely closer than Guinness. <laughs> than Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> this is this is much better yeah. than Molson, to be clear. That's yeah. just like what's immediately coming yeah, to mind. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, like, stouts are kind of their own thing versus the, this is, like, more standard beer, I would oh, okay. say. Um, and, yeah, it has, like, a little, yeah, it a little has a bit bitter of aftertaste. Yeah. A little bit of, like, sourness almost in the yeah, taste. Yeah, it's a little sour. This is, like, more, honestly, this is more of, like, a summery beer, I'd say. Like, this is nice for, like, a patio or something.
1: Yeah, I could see but, that. Mm-hmm. So, what actually is the hops in the taste here? Hops? Like, what is a hop? actually what is a hop uh, and what is the taste oh. what i've never figured out what oh people yeah. talk about hoppiness a lot but i don't know no uh, that okay. is.
0: so uh, hops are just a grain i believe or like a plant thing that you is part of the ferment something you ferment to make beer um, along with it looks like this one has wheat and barley uh Oh, you okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. All good. Yeah, it looks like this one has... It looks like this one's made from barley, which is normal. And I think barley, like hops, are part of barley, I think. Either way, there's some kind of grain thing that's part of the fermentation. And hoppiness is essentially just bitterness.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah.
0: And some beers, or all beers, I don't know, a lot of beers have... They list the IBUs on the side, which is International Bitterness Units. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know how you quantify that, but it's just generally how bitter a beer is. I think it goes up to hundred, oh, okay. maybe. Is I, that the, like an ISO standard unit? I don't know. <laughs> I imagine no. <laughs> but this one, this one for scale, is a uh, thirty-one. Oh, okay. so it's like not a little, too little bitter? bitterness there, but it's not like so. It's not like a, overwhelming it's not like you know like making your mouth water like that okay and with like the ipas that people always talk about
1: are those like the hundreds yeah those are like the most bitter interesting Mm -hmm. okay that's good to know Mm -hmm. did the guinness have one on it or
0: i don't think so i was looking for it um i don't think it does so yeah i imagine it's not a a standardized uh, unit probably some beers just throw it on there and it's probably it's probably consistent with that brand i guess but yeah anyway it's, yeah. it's got the bread but a little bit more like sour
1: and bitterness yeah. at the front yeah
0: okay yeah interesting that's okay that's what i'd say too
1: so yeah anyways yeah we've talked about the past now let's talk about the future let's talk about the
0: present oh, we're here in shit. your basement <laughs> <laughs> we are yeah. yeah um no yeah let's talk about the future uh, um so do you have any
1: ideas I do. I have a whole theme lined up. Do you have yours set up as
0: well? I have it all lined up in my head. Excellent. Yeah. Do you want to go first this time or shall I? Um, I'll uh, go first, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Just for timing. Let's do me for this beer and then you for the next one. That sounds good. Because this is a very me drink and the next one is, is a very Toronto you drink. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is that is from Toronto next. So that's pretty hype. It's intentional. Nice. <laughs> Oh
1: man, we've got some real pathetic fallacy going with these drinks. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the correct usage of that term, but I'm kind of close. I mean so. the weather
0: outside's snowy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Yeah, you can't apply that to just other inanimate objects, can you? I don't I don't you imagine so. so that's just the weather? Yeah, yeah that's true.
0: <laughs> um but yeah, so mine so my one for last year experience, I would say pretty successful. Um, oh yeah, we normally rate the last ones, don't we? Oh okay, wait. Actually, let's do that now. Let's yeah. abandon that. Let's <laughs> abandon the other thing. Let's just do this now. Um, so for this year, I would say, I would say it, it. Yeah, it was extremely successful, and it was overall a pretty nice year. So I would give it. I'll give it honestly a nine out of ten. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's the highest you've ever given one. It is. I'm usually an extremely tough critic. Uh, for numbering things, so yeah, I'll say nine out of ten because I had a lot of extremely different experiences. Like, yeah, I went tree planting, so I was in rural North Canada uh, for many months on end, living like an absolute legend <laughs> slash homeless person um, <laughs> in a tent for three months, and uh, meeting a lot of cool people doing a, a, a incredibly wild job. And, you know, I had a bunch of fun with my friends from university when I graduated and then explored a bunch of different jobs available to me, chose one, did that, um, am doing that. <laughs> it's going well. Um, so overall, I would say good theme and good year, probably. And just my, my, my enjoyment of, uh, of the year was, was pretty, pretty decently high. I had a good time. Very good. I like it. Yeah.
1: Well, that is your highest score. I think this past year might be my lowest score yet. Mm-hmm. Not that it like wasn't a good year. There's a lot of good shit that happened. Yeah. Just that. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like there were times where it wasn't like almost as like, I don't want to say not intentional, but it felt like there wasn't like so much like a goal or like something kind of that I was striving here. for a little bit mm-hmm. at times. Like there were definitely days where I started to understand what People were going on about during the pandemic about that languishing.
0: That's um, that's a. What do you mean by that? That's a good word. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Man, you haven't heard all the like shit about languishing. No, people were all over that word during the pandemic. People, there were bare languishing mans. <laughs> exactly. No, it's just kind of a little bit of like a. I don't know. Almost like a, it, It's not like sadness per se, as like
0: a like lack of feeling is in a bit. Mm. And it's, I, I, I assume it's sort of actually to quote a movie we were just talking about and have very different opinions on like it's sort of like the graduate when he, when he graduates and he's like, you can't just sit around for six weeks. I'm just kind of floating here, <laughs> you know? Yeah, actually, it
1: is just kind of, like, floating a bit, which, yeah. you know, it's nice to have times where you're not doing stuff, but, I mean, that's not exactly it. It's, like, there's stuff going on, but it's, like, which, where am I headed exactly and whatnot, which... A bit uncertain, a bit unintentional. Yeah, exactly, which I want to start to, like, get more so, like, away from a bit going mm-hmm. forward. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to say maybe, like, Six out of ten
0: for the, in terms of experiment.
1: Yeah, of experimentation. Because mm-hmm. yeah, again, like it wasn't too front of mind, but I feel like there was a lot of good things that I tried that like I hadn't done before. Yeah. That was still pretty good. <laughs> like engagement. <laughs> Fuck! I, this year, man, I keep on forgetting that was this year. <laughs> that feels like oh, it was yeah. like a year well, ago. Well, I guess to be fair, it was what like six
0: months ago. At,
1: over six months, yeah. At this point, yeah. seven. Right. Wait, wait, what About. month was it? April
0: oh okay like eight yeah, yeah so honestly the
1: whole like first third of this year feels like it was a whole different year yeah <laughs> like it's throwing me off like I was getting a bit of shit from Jess when we were like listing good things that happened in the year and I, yeah.
0: I did not come up with that without prodding because I was like that was this year that's, that was amazing that's exactly that was this something year? I would I would do as well I'd be yeah. like and you like, no, that was great. I just thought it was a different year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not a comment on the relationship. This is a comment
1: on my sense of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, like, I don't think I've had one below nine
0: in these episodes before. Yeah. So a little bit lower, but. Yeah, you usually stick pretty hard to your theme. So I do, yeah. Versus, <laughs> I generally don't. And I still didn't. But it just happened to work out that it, that was exact or yeah, maybe maybe it was subconscious. I don't know. But it just happened to be I stuck to it extremely close. <laughs> I mean, what's interesting
1: and what's coming to mind is that the year that I graduated, I also gave it like the highest I'd ever done. I think I gave it like a 10 out of 10. The really? Theme. Yeah. So I feel like there's just so much going on. And it's like as long as you hit these like basic blocks, you're experiencing so much. You're doing so much new shit. Like yeah. there's so much happening in life at that point without like having to put a lot of like extra effort into it as long as you like keep going on the plan and keep on doing cool shit like Yeah.
0: No exactly and like it I guess it feels more like cuz this is this is sort of a productivity measure I would say not really like not in terms of work output but like you feel productive if you're going towards your yearly theme. So I would say yeah things like graduating university and just starting your career. They don't require that much effort but they're big things that you have to do.
1: Yeah, they're worthy so, of focusing on because, like, that's what your time is focused on. You yeah. need to get these fundamental building blocks done. Yeah. And then you're good. But the, the, yeah. so the, the kind of, they're
0: kind of easy points towards your yearly theme, I'd yeah. say. Not that there really is necessarily points in a yearly theme. This is just. It's some definitely shit. not. We but, just like rating
1: stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised we're not wait-
0: rating the oh, beers yeah, true. as well. <laughs> uh, this one I would give, for me, probably probably uh eight out of ten uh seven out of ten because it's like i'll always go for it if it's on the menu it's like sort of it's like standard you know same with same with Guinness. i would say guinness is eight out of ten but both of them are like if i see them on a menu i'll go for them
1: yeah i was kind of in the same ballpark i think like i want to give leave some room above a guinness even though that's the best i've had so far Not just today, but in general.
0: (laughs) Best beer I've had today. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Best beer I've had by 2.30 in the afternoon.
0: (laughs) Today. Only today, too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, but I think I'll go Guinness, say, like, 8 out of 10 uh, what was it eighteen fifty five? Yeah, eighteen fifty five. Amber ale. ale. Uh, let's say like seven out of ten. Yeah, okay, it's the same. We're same yeah, so far. Like it's just this is a solid beer. I would definitely like yeah. order this again. Would
0: consume because yeah. I would say for me, like why I'm sort of a harsh critic is like five out of ten is like or if I give something a six out of ten, I still enjoy it. Like six out of ten to me is not a bad rating of something.
1: It's a good point. I think yeah. we we should maybe at some point define like or give adjectives to each of the different numbers or to like different points as saying like this is good or this is actually bad moldy (laughs) (laughs)
0: 10 exquisite (laughs) yeah exactly like
1: to my mind seven's like a b it's just a solid beer versus like five out of ten i guess my mind goes to the grading scale that's an f F like below five is just a fail
0: below below well that's that's the same for me below five is like actively did not or like nat did not enjoy this experience <laughs> okay
1: you know? above five good below five not good that, i think that's sort
0: of I that's sort of why i do it. that's why i like
1: where like six for, out of ten is like a d which is not good on an academic scale yeah. but
0: well i don't i don't really think about it like that I, I just think like sort of like six out of ten is like would i ever for any reason consume this again like six out of ten is where it starts to be yes So it's like, yeah, if I like rated a restaurant in my mind, not I don't have a blog or anything, but (laughs) if I were to like in my mind be like, this restaurant's like six out of ten, I'd still probably go there if I was like hungry and walking by. I'd be like, yeah, okay. But I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, we got to go here. You got to try it. That's more like eight out of ten, nine out of Mm ten, ten out of ten category.
1: Interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Because, yeah, if we have the Guinness eight out of ten, Kitchissippi seven out of ten, like I don't know, that like Molson that we had the other day might be like... Somewhere like the five or six, yeah, Maybe five or six. Because
0: again, like I, I'd say six for me because I do actively order it. It's fine. Like I get net enjoyment from it. Um, it's be, just like there are many others
1: that would be better. Yeah, but exactly. Fine. But
0: <laughs> well, actually, I might raise it to a seven out of ten just because of its price. Which isn't it a factor here, because especially uh, at happy hour at the local place. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like half, so half off almost, that, or that's something. That's an eight like, out of ten during yeah. happy hour. That's awesome. Yeah, the rating per price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess yeah. From a, from a bar is very different to drinking at home. My rating scale. That's fair. Price is a is a much larger factor. Uh, out of home, definitely. Yeah, that is entirely why it is purchased. Yeah, versus like here, I think the I think there's like maybe like. Ma- there's an absolute max two dollar difference between any of these so all relatively affordable yeah all um right. actually yeah none dirt cheap but none incredibly expensive either really i hope you enjoyed your brief intermission we just needed a little snack break uh it was definitely edited out but now you know that happened exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so for the next one next beer slash yeah, cider beer slash cider because this is the only cider but Like, again, the utility is the same. Uh, This is Brickworks Cider House, batch 1904, which is a premium dry craft cider, according to them. And it is pretty dry. I don't know about the other things.
1: Um, I like dry
0: humor. Yeah. But uh, so this one's probably my favorite cider, I would say. It's from right beside Aiden's house not actually obsessed pretty
1: close it's probably like an hour commute but oh <laughs> it's, <from laughs> it's a big city <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe um, not quite
0: but <laughs> oh and apparently apparently this is called 1904 because in, in 1904 Toronto burned down oh so shit there you go kind oh, of we'll a, do it kind of a downer by them but actually yeah a bit yeah but then i guess after that some people had some sweet cider yeah. so here we go Oh, we didn't hear the can opening. It That's sounded okay. like a can opening. So.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to put in the Minecraft drinking sounds again this time. Ah, uh. That wasn't that much effort, but it was mildly too much effort to do again. Fair. I hope everyone enjoyed them that one time, though. <laughs> yeah, this is very yellow. Unlike the last ones where Guinness was obviously very black and the pale ale, you could say, so, or the amber ale, you could say was an amber color.
0: Yeah. Cider does have an unfortunate piss color to it. When you pour it does. to a glass. Wasn't going to say it, but yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll just have to create the Minecraft drinking sounds for myself, but sláinte.
1: That's just an apple, and it's solid. Apples are good. Yeah, it just tastes like an apple.
0: <laughs> That's why I like this one more because it's, yeah, it's drier, so it isn't like super sweet. Like you can drink a couple of these, and not like be like, you know. Which I mean, this
1: is definitely a more sour apple.
0: Yeah, this is like like a green apple kind of maybe. It is yeah. actually
1: exactly like green apple taste. Mm-hmm.
0: I think cider apples too are actually different from eating apples normally. Oh, I yeah. think they're less sweet and like a little less crisp i think because they have a bit less water that that second bit i'm not sure on, but i think they are less sweet but that's so okay a little thing on cider real quick okay um cider actually in most of the world still just means essentially beer made from apples like alcoholic carbonated fermented uh, apple drink it's only pretty much in canada and u.s that it Has that it means cloudy apple juice that you often drink hot. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's because we had Prohibition here. And so cider was like one of the most popular drinks in North America until Prohibition, and then during that time, all these guys who had orchards that were specifically for cider apples, like they weren't that good to eat, were like, shit, what do we do? (laughs) And then they invented the idea... Well, I mean, I'm sure it was around, but they popularized, you know, your cloudy mulled apple cider, your hot apple cider. And then that just sort of took over and is like, I would say in North America, like in, or in, not even all of North America, but in Canada, US, we're like the only place where if you say cider, people often first think of non-alcoholic cider.
1: Interesting. I mm-hmm. don't know that I've ever had the non-alcoholic cider because when people say cider, I definitely think of the alcoholic one, but that's interesting that a lot of people don't
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely around like that's nice too hot apple cider but it uh, would be
1: actually i would not mind this
0: hot actually i don't think yeah that sounds uh, lovely yeah but yeah so this is uh (laughs) this is pretty easy to describe so you have have an apple okay now imagine it liquid not that sweet and carbonated
1: yeah actually it. <laughs> basically it's like if you had the apple except when you bite into it you didn't have to like there's not the solid bits it's the yeah. exact same taste but yeah. like maybe a l-
0: In fact, i was gonna say a little bit
1: more bubbly but even then like i don't know it's very juicy apples <laughs> yeah <laughs> so
0: there you go um so
1: we were gonna talk about your next yearly theme
0: yes um mine so yeah, my, my, my last one was experience because I knew I would, I guess I could stick to it as, as well. Sorry, just a little side note, because I knew I, I was going to graduate or I was planning on graduating. I was planning on doing an interesting summer job, so it was, I was sort of setting myself up for it. And I'm kind of sticking with that this year where it's just like something that is sort of where my life is going Uh, and that it should be like where it's going like it's progressing well I think Um, but just like sort of the phase I guess naming the sort of phase that I'm both entering into and would like to and that would be foundation I guess
1: Mm, interesting
0: yeah is my one because so I've started my post-university career I was lucky enough to graduate debt free from university but obviously I didn't that, that was pretty much the that was pretty much exactly where I was net zero <laughs> didn't have any uh any debt but didn't have any Positive either, so just no assets, no liabilities. Exactly,
1: that's, that's ahead of most people who graduate. Exactly, so university. I was I was
0: pretty happy to be that way. Um, but yeah, so starting from nothing, pretty much. Most uh, people need a few years to get back to broke. Yeah, exactly. Starting from nothing, as in lucky enough to not have negatives. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So I've started my career, and but so I don't. Uh, I I still live at home. Well, not still. I moved back home after graduating and after tree planting for the summer. Um. So I'm sort of in the position now where I want to build my professional capabilities, um, find a place to live, sort of just start, you know, building, building my life, I guess. Um, so and the other two would would mainly involve, uh, I guess, expanding my professional presence, as in becoming larger. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, as the in, beer like, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to get fat for this year. Um, no, that's a side note. Uh, no, no. <laughs> it's um, a sub quest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to uh, like, yeah, I guess just uh, build my, not build my resume because I have a job, but like, you know, take on more responsibilities in the job, get as much experience as I can in this uh, in this field. I'm just starting out in, you know, get as, uh, get some creds. And then as well, the other aspect of that would be like find a place to live, which would ideally be not rented, but I do live in the real world. So it's probably going to be rented um, unless I win the lottery or something. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, just sort of focus like that.
1: Yeah, i like that 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 is an excellent theme i feel like that's absolutely perfect for this stage of life is just getting those like foundations that like the yeah. fu- footing yeah underneath you. oh
0: and building well this and this sort of relates to our um financial episode where i I'm i'm building essentially like a skill tree <laughs> like that's how i'm thinking of it f- for finances so it's like First step, remove debt. Second step, build the emergency fund, which I'm saying is like 10K-ish, probably. Okay, that's actually a pretty large one. Really? Oh. Yeah, because it's generally like three to six months of
1: expenses. Oh, okay. Some people say of income, but that doesn't really make sense sense i find because it's your expenses yeah. that you want to have covered yeah that's that's what you need covered yeah. you don't need to have the same income necessarily which like maybe this is all i mean this is also a bit of a side note i've been hearing some interesting things like against having too large of one though honestly it's really to your comfort level um just because there's an opportunity cost of having it in a savings account versus like invested or whatnot and you can always also always that's pull true actually. Out, but at least a few months is probably good
0: yeah well because i figured it would be ten k because then for six months it would be about it would be about a thousand dollars for rent. I'm imagining, and then so over six months that would be four thousand dollars of food and incidentals, which would also be like one and no, that's not up. so yeah, yeah, which would be like two third two thirds of a thousand for other stuff throughout six months which seems seems like it'll definitely get you through definitely, um yeah. yeah so yeah I guess I, I also heard I like guess six to eight months so that's sort of
1: I mean yeah I've heard anywhere from like three to twelve months of expenses yeah. which like 12 months is very much like that's, very, that's, that's large that is very secure even six months is like very secure as well yeah mm-hmm. so because <laughs> if you do lose your job you're probably gonna Decrease expenses somewhat, at least some like uh, discretionary stuff and yeah, whatnot. But, but yeah, no. Always good to like whatever your comfort level is as well. And like, it's never a bad thing exactly to have
0: money uh that's very liquid lying yeah. around that can be used in and emergency because you still have it. Exactly. It's not like yeah. you're throwing it away. So if you accumulate a ten thousand dollar emergency <laughs> fund and then realize actually I probably only need like seven thousand, you can just take the three thousand out. You still Definitely.
1: have it. Yes. Actually, like, actually, another quick side note. I was talking to a financial advisor the other day, which I was pretty like not too on them uh, during one of our like investing episodes. But I found yeah. out that Wealth Simple does like free financial advising. You can just like make really? a call to like chat with something. Also, also not sponsored, cool. by the way.
0: True. It's this sounds like we are, but we're not.
1: It's not. I just this is just personal experience. Totally not yeah. sponsored yeah. at all. Uh, but yeah, and one thing that the person mentioned was that. Um, you can get uh, a like savings account ETF, which you put money into and out of, um, you remember exchange traded funds? Yeah. Uh, So you put money in and out of it the same way as you would like a stock or like an ETFs or like index fund. Mm -hmm. But uh, underneath that, it's basically, they just take the money and they invest it in savings accounts. And because they're like a large institution, they're like able to negotiate slightly better savings accounts rates. Mm -hmm. So it's like a savings account just like traded or like you like pull money in and out a little bit differently, which is interesting and something I'm looking to like play into it, especially if you have like a larger savings account might be something to
0: look into. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of um? this kind of reminds me of uh, in a very different way. Have you did you hear about TFX? TFX? It's this... you mean FTX. Sorry. Yeah. FTX. 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 Yes. I've heard a lot
1: about FTX. Yeah. And the cryptocurrency SPF. exchange that crashed, yeah. SPX. SPF. No. Sam Bankman. Oh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. I have yes, extensively. Yeah. Thought that I, was. Uh... I subscribed to a lot of like economics podcasts yeah. and a few like more like uh, startup type ones. So like I have.
0: For a while. You, you followed everything. the whole arc.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really follow the whole arc so much as like my feed was blasted with shit about FTX for a while.
0: See, so, yeah, I rip all those people. <laughs> anyway yeah indeed. Um, but yeah so yeah so uh, debt free which I'm already there thankfully um, emergency fund and then it would be saving towards um my next large purchase which would probably be I hope a house but might have to be a car <laughs> you do live in Ottawa so that's well, and just for the nature of yeah. my job because I have to Decently often go down to Kingston or Napanee areas. So, yeah, you definitely need a car at some point. Which... Or just transport tools and ladders. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, uh, but, Yeah, you're not... <laughs> the Via probably doesn't want you to bring that. Yeah. On the and that's hey, also not reliable ladder here. <laughs>
0: yeah. So... So, yeah, definitely. It might have to be something like that. But... but uh, so, saving for something like that. And then, you know, RSP on top of that. Which... My work actually does do RSP matching. Ooh, very nice. Starting very nice. at three months of employment, so that's, that's usually the case. Yeah, right about now. <laughs> so I need to ask about that for my next paycheck. Oh, definitely. But. Yeah, you want to be on that from the start. And and that I what I understand you should just max out.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's at at minimum a hundred percent return on your money. Yeah, which is they just match it. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like it's in your RRSP, <laughs> so you don't really want to pull it out for a while. Uh, until much later on, but like it's that's still fine. money
0: that is yours, yeah. At 100% return,
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, depending on the exactly how the companies structure it, uh, some of them make you wait like up to two years, I think the legal limit until the money actually becomes yours. Yeah, so if you were to leave before whatever like time frame they've set, then you wouldn't get it, but it's still good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just get it. Yeah, And I'm pretty sad where I am, so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's perfect. Then, mm hmm. So that's yeah, it's the foundation I'm building. You know, find a place to live, build my financial skill tree, build my employment skill tree. I like it. Um, stuff like that, Just sort of establish my post post school actual adult self. You know,
1: I like it. No, that that sounds like a perfect theme. Yeah, and that's like all the elements to it. Is there anything else that you're thinking of that's like on your mind with this theme or? Not really. <laughs> nice. No, that's a lot yeah. of shit. So I, I wanted to poke yeah. and see if there was anything else. But that's that's a lot.
0: And I think you also wanted to poke because you're lagging behind a bit in the cider. So I didn't even notice. <laughs> you're right. I just finished it right now.
1: This man drinks like an twice animal. as fast as yeah. I do.
0: <laughs> I'm crazy. You,
1: if if there's enough alcohol present, you'll go through it about like twice as fast as I do. <laughs> just rinsing out my... Uh, the only reason Thank. you're not actually like ahead of me is that you have to wait
0: until I finish
1: before we pour the next one.
0: Exactly, and this one as well. Actually, wait, no, I'll just wait until you do, you're done that to get into it. But this is an interesting one. Is the next one? No, describe it while I sure. uh, finish this off. Okay. Actually. So the next one we have is called Leffe. It's from Belgium, but it is. Uh, very popular, I don't know about everywhere else, but I know in France people drink it a lot. It's sort of the go-to beer. Um, and it's a strong beer. It's 6.6%. Uh, and it's... It kind of reminds me of Trappist's, which are a very good, but very expensive kind of beer that are made by monks. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And they're about 10 to 12%, or I guess 9 to 12% usually. But they taste like like four to five percent alcohol.
1: Okay. Yeah, I remember I think at like one of my last family gatherings they had like a was it like a happy abbot or happy monk beer or something that was like almost like fifteen or sixteen percent.
0: But it didn't probably didn't taste as much as you'd think. I don't know that I've I've never tried that one, but yeah. Yeah. Um so this this is sort of that kind of taste where it's like it's very it's like extremely malty. Yeah see it says it's blonde. Yeah, blonde. It's a subtle note of vanilla and cloves. Um oh wow, well, mm-hmm. Lefe started in 1240. Wow. Shout out. Shit, that's 1240. That's been a while. It's pretty old. <laughs> um so yeah, this that may- is one of the monk ones, right? No, it's not. Um They've just been going. That this long? is just from Belgium and a lot of them come from like Belgium and uh, Belgium's actually big on that, Belgium and France. Um for Trappists. So I think it's it sort of tastes like a Trappist to me, but it's not as alcoholic and it's not as expensive. Oh wait,
1: Trappists are just beers made a monk, right? That's not a brand name.
0: Well, it's definitely not a brand name, but I think the definition is m- made by a monk. Okay, but. I think
1: I think we've talked about this before, but when you initially mentioned it, I thought it was a brand name for some reason. Oh, yeah, saying.
0: no, no, no. Okay. So this is, yeah, and this is like, yeah, like I said, the sort of go-to beer in at least the Paris area of France. Like, it's very popular, and I, I think it's more popular around Central Europe um, as well. But, so it's it's a subtle note of vanilla and cloves, which I would agree with. It's very, yeah, very malty, Um pretty sweet for a beer actually it's not sweet like it's not like it's not like a sweet drink but it's sweet for beer um not very bitter um and in a cool looking bottle
1: so true this is definitely the nicest bottle we've got from yeah the, from the group because the rest of them are just really generic beer bottles guinness is a little bit taller but that's about <laughs> yeah. it um, whereas this one is like a proper like glass bottle.
0: And it has a little picture of a
1: church on it. So, it does, yeah. maybe yeah. it
0: is that monk thing. It's not maybe. definitely not made by them, but...
1: But it's it's trying to get those vibes going, especially with those yeah, black yeah. letters.
0: Yeah. Um, now, do you have a bottle opener?
1: I can go find one. Okay, brief intermission again.
0: Okay, and we're back again. We just need another little snack break.
1: <laughs> yeah, intermission two. <laughs> uh,
0: it takes a lot of fuel to keep up the level of uh, professionalism that is standard... In these recordings. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Look, the, they only take
1: one intermission at Hamilton, but here we put so much more effort into this production that we need at least two. We'll yeah. see if there's another one. <laughs> we need a lot of
0: snack breaks. We need a lot of uh, finding can opener breaks. Exactly. Opener breaks yep, yep, very openers. important. So, yeah, this one's the Lefe. Yeah, so and before
1: we get into my theme, this next
0: beer. Oh, we've gone, we've, we've gone over this decently. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, Lefe, strong beer, blonde. I don't know if there's other kinds, but the blonde is the most common one. Of the Lefes, of the Lefes, yeah. Subtle notes of vanilla and cloves. Serve at five percent or five percent, five degrees Celsius. Feels pretty close. So let's go. (laughs) Let's do it.
1: Yeah, this is somewhere in color in between the cider and the pale ale. I feel like, like it's just a dark yellow.
0: To be clear, actually, I don't know if we explained the setup. We have five beers in between us. So we're splitting each of these. So we're having... Like we're a, slightly less wasted than you think. Yeah, we're not just absolutely crushing tall boys in like ten minutes, five ten. That's not even crushing it. But we're not even doing it in like five ten minutes, and then it's continuing on. We're splitting a can or a bottle, and that's yeah. That's so we
1: will doing. we will be two and a half beers drunk each by the by the end of this
0: instead of five. I think <laughs> you guys yes. are crazy.
1: Yeah, get get your mind out of the. That's not out of the gutter, really. That's just. Out of the
0: drunkenness. This is editing Aiden. You may actually need to edit this decently to not just make it seem like we're just hammered out of our minds because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just kind of babbling. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Cilantro. Cilantro.
0: Cilantro. Wow, this is clovier than I remembered. This is extremely yeah. clovy.
1: Very, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> maybe the least favorite of the bunch.
0: Really? Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. It
1: has like a... Well... Like it has like a... It's very clovy, Like It's like, it it. like
0: you drank a beer and then licked a cinnamon stick. Kind of.
1: A little bit. It's like, I feel like it's more bitter than the others for sure. Really? Huh. I'm thinking. What? Well, actually, I don't know. It, it might be similar to the sippy but I think it's maybe more. I don't know if it's just the cloviness
0: or what I I think that, I would say it's probably a little less bitter than the Kitchissippi, but it has the sort of like spice taste a little bit, which is sort of Yeah, definitely that spice mm-hmm. taste is like messing with spice me like, yeah like, it's like mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a gingerbread thing going on, but it's not the sweet parts of it. It's like there's a little a little cinnamony clovey. Yeah, like, it's
1: the ginger of the gingerbread. But it's not yeah. ginger.
0: It's not ginger, but it's like yeah, the cinnamon, the cloves, the a little vanilla kind of thing. Yeah, I haven't seen the vanilla or I haven't tasted it yet. Maybe it's just the association with the other things, but
1: But yeah, this one's definitely feeling more bitter to
0: me, I think. Oh, huh, interesting.
1: Which yeah, I don't know,
0: definitely not liking it as much. Okay. It's all right. Good thing it's the smallest. Um <laughs> very nice. But yeah, so your yearly theme now for the year to come
1: yeah so my theme for 2023 i guess to give people some context or what's kind of running through my mind right now is that i don't know i feel like i was definitely talking about like in the last theme a bit of like uh languishing or not i
0: don't know, feeling like there was so much of a direction being like more intentional with your theme like or just and just like with your sort of like okay this is my theme i'm gonna Taking into consideration when making like big decisions and stuff, I
1: guess. Yeah, exactly. I feel like maybe one of the things that happened is that in the past, like I've had like definite things that I'm working towards. Like, obviously, with school, that's a big, like, No, I mean, I'd probably say life purpose. That's definitely the vibe, though, like, that shouldn't be your life purpose yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is school.
0: But it's like, it's like your main thing you've got going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I felt like I've got, um, big goals that I am progressing towards and then including like afterwards like getting through the internships getting a job getting like you were talking about like the financial and like the rest of the life foundation Mm -hmm. kind of settled yeah and I figured out I would say how to really like be very structured and very ordered in my day-to-day and week-to-week in order to accomplish that and I feel like I'm probably maybe like better than average
0: for our age, I would say,
1: for sure. That's true. Definitely yeah. for our age. Uh, uh, like,
0: very, very collected.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess most people our age aren't going to, like, get up at 5 a.m. for a while just to, like, get their shit done. Early. Yeah. They're not grinding like us, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do tend to, like, get a little rise and grindy a bit. Uh, <laughs> that might be an understatement at times. But <laughs> 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 Happens. Yeah, but... I don't know. I guess I just haven't been feeling it as much lately without, like, the, I don't know, the big goal to pursue. And I definitely, I don't know, I haven't been, like, feeling like I'm making as much time for, like, like fun or spontaneity in life. Like, I'm still, like, very much, like, ordered, fairly structured days. But it's, like... okay. I don't know. There's not too much else mm-hmm. going on. And I definitely want to avoid being someone who is, has their like entire like personality and identify identity defined by their work. Yeah. That's definitely most
0: of what I do throughout the week, which I mean, is generally I mean, the case. Yeah, that's you, what everyone, but like, like in pure hours, like you don't usually spend 40 hours doing anything else. Yeah,
1: exactly. But
0: like, besides I sleeping.
1: <laughs> true. I identify as a sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you were saying. But yeah, I just don't want that to be like the main thing for my identity as much as like you know, my job's cool. I enjoy it well enough. Uh, I want like other things in the life, and I've also feel like I've been really feeling how limited time is, and I have like much less patience for. I don't want to say like bullshit, but like things that don't matter Mm -hmm. as much, because I definitely feel like. There's so much time when you're in university. Like it doesn't feel like it. But there's so much time. No, I
0: completely agree. Like
1: in the at at the moment, it doesn't feel like there's time because 24-7, you're worried about you could be working on stuff. stuff. Yeah, you're thinking about stuff. But there is so much more free time involved. If you've just got university involved for people with like jobs and whatnot, on top of that, that's a lot. But just like doing university by itself is so much more like free time especially like throughout the day and whatnot than a real job i would
0: i would agree because i'm just thinking when i like lived with my friends in university it was like like almost uh, every day we would spend like at least an hour of of uh dedicated goof off time (laughs) you know just like watching youtube videos on the tv or like doing whatever or just like running around going somewhere stuff like that for like, on weekdays, at least an hour a day, weekends, probably like half the day. (laughs) So yeah, versus now that seems like ages. And well, I guess that's sort of the plus and minus of uh, the sort of university time. Because there's so much less structure, but also there's so much less structure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it depends on how well you thrive or drown on... Uh, like, being, like, self-initiated or, like, on structure. Yeah. Really? Like, university is definitely rough if you aren't able so much to, like, manage yourself. Because you effectively do have to be both, like, the manager and the person doing the work in order to get through university. I would say... It's kind of like being self-employed a
0: bit. I generally function, honestly, better on, like, the work. Whoa. Sorry, that was (laughs) a weird stomach sound if anybody... uh, caught that on the mic deeply deeply disturbing it's gonna <laughs> haunt the listeners dreams <laughs> just someone just actually exercised a demon from my from my stomach <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. that was gross sorry yeah. about that <laughs> moving on apologies. from that <laughs> yeah. um i would say I'd, i generally do better with some sort of external structure like i like having the nine to five work day I like have like and you like go to this place or in my case go to the office or a job site Um, between generally during work hours like 9 to 5 you do your work there and then you go home and do whatever you want I like that better a little bit mentally because then like I found myself during university Oh, yeah, it's, it's hitting. It's hitting. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself during university. Um, I would often be even if I spent less time doing my like, quote, job, which was school. I spent more time thinking about it because you would always be like, am I supposed to be doing a project right now? Am I supposed to be studying for an exam? When's my next exam coming up? When's this next thing due? When do I have to do all that stuff versus, yeah, like for my work, I'm. I guess pretty lucky in the way that I can just sort of <laughs> switch it out, like take off my work hat when I get home, like metaphorically. And it's just gone. Like it's not in my brain. I'm not really thinking about it. Uh, so I sort of prefer that because then it feels like my free time is really my own. But like you said, there is so much more free time during university. So
1: Definitely, yeah. And I guess what I'm trying to like build to with this or where I'm going with this, um, to like actually name the theme, which interestingly enough, I had totally forgotten about uh, what we talked about last year and what your theme was. Uh, so I'm not trying to copy you, but I'm think. But uh, after having totally forgotten about what you were saying, your theme was going to be last year. I was thinking that this year my theme would be the year of experiences. Bro,
0: that's fair enough. It's I mean it worked out for me.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, just like. So I'm just gonna exactly copy what you did, yeah. And then, (laughs) and I feel like, well, I feel like experience is generally a pretty good, like life theme, a little bit, because you just want to, you know, you gotta do as much as you can, see as much of the world uh, before you are either old and mangy or die. Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think that's a good one, and I think I think it's good too if you're like sort of feeling like yeah you've been working for like a straight year you sort of want to develop your hobbies and things you do outside of work so
1: yeah yeah and I kind of feel like there's maybe
0: two sides
1: to it a bit there's the one like main side which is the bit like the hobbies and the things I do outside of work and I have some ideas around that like one thing that I heard a little while ago that really vibed with me as just a potential like uh, process or mechanism to like action. This theme was the idea of like starting a spreadsheet and just like having a list of like things I would like to experience, like things I want to do at some point. Yeah. And then every month try and like
0: slot one of them in. It's kind of like not really a bucket list, but just kind of a list.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a bucket list, except like I want to move one of the things off the bucket. List every like month. It's just a, it's an easier bucket list. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And I feel like when I say like year of experiences, and when I talk about like list of things I want to experience, that comes that brings to mind like super big things. Yeah, like
0: I want to walk the Great Wall of China. I want to climb Mount Everest. (laughs) Like stuff like that,
1: which sounds very cool. But I I feel like I want to have like a mix of things on there specifically like things that cost maybe like a moderate amount of money to things that cost that are absolutely free because like something being experienced doesn't have to necessarily cost money.
0: I want to find a new restaurant near my house that I like. I want to learn Spanish. You know, I want to take up a new sport in a recreational league, (laughs) like stuff like
1: that. Exactly. Which actually that was something that was on there, which I wanted to ask you about a little
0: bit like how does adult recreation sports leagues work i do not understand um well the way it worked for me was just find somebody who's in a league Mm -hmm. for well the the ones i play in now are soccer ball hockey and ice hockey and be like okay hey can i join and they're like yeah (laughs) and then uh there you go it i would say yeah, that's the main thing. Play with people, like at least one person you know, but it's a good way to get to know people too. Because making friends with you when you're an adult is hard, so <laughs> it can be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, intramural sports, not intramural, uh, record sports are great social time, good exercise. Depending on the league, you know, the vibes can be pretty different. Usually they're pretty fun. Sometimes people want to fight you for no reason, <laughs> depending on the sport. But usually it's good. So. I would I would just highly recommend it just if, if there's somebody if, if if there's somebody you know who already plays in sports leagues nearby where you live um I would just ask about it and if not just like look on Facebook or just google my area sports leagues for like or adult like if you have a sport in mind, I would have a sport of mind so like soccer so it's like adult uh soccer or like men's soccer league whatever area you live in uh, and then find it and sign up and then it's Generally, an extremely good time. Very cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's definitely something that I want to introduce. Partly because it's just like fun activity, like fun active time, but also partly that like bit of social aspect. Yeah, something I'm not great at. So that would be
0: yeah. Good. No, it's a good time. And then, yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's 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 very good physically and mentally. You know, get get exposed to some new people. Uh, Get some exercise where you push yourself a little harder than you normally would if you were just out going for a run or something Yeah, there you go Uh, Would you do hockey probably or probably not?
1: No, because then I'd also have to get the equipment Oh, yeah, because I think Declan my younger brother has scavenged a lot of my old stuff over the years So I have no idea how much is left
0: Mm -hmm. as
1: one would it also might be in storage I don't know which of my parents took that stuff. I haven't touched it since I moved out like five years ago
0: five plus years ago So yeah but, I think uh, that's a bit much. Or soccer. Just go with soccer. Because then all you need is like some shin pads, maybe, if you're soft. Um, <laughs> uh, and some cleats. So it's like one pair of shoes, essentially. Because you can just put it.
1: Yeah, soccer can be good. I always feel like drawn towards uh, like something like table tennis or ping pong. Oh, yeah? Just because I think one time in, I forget if it was like high school or elementary school, I heard some like, I forget if they were like some kind of neuro surgeon or like brain scientist of some kind was saying like that's the best sport because it has one of the lowest risks of head injury of all of the main sports. That's
0: fair. I have no idea how you'd get a head injury doing table tennis. I think if you like trip. Yeah. That would be the main thing on your way to the table to compete and smash into a wall either the wall or the floor or something
1: yeah, yeah that would be the main way because yeah. if you get hit even if it's like an olympian hitting that ball at you i feel like it wouldn't do that
0: much yeah damage. I, I dare say i could take an olympian's ping pong strike to the face and be pretty much okay if my eyes were closed at the time
1: yeah like it might leave a mark for a little bit yeah, but like
0: might, might have, have a little welt but you're pretty much be okay good. it would be yeah. okay yeah you'd
1: you'd be fine after that yeah. i think <laughs> unless that like knocked you down somehow just from the like surprise of it and then you smack your head on something that would do it yeah, yeah. no i mean cuz I, I remember someone getting like kind of injured in, like, badminton when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I mean, it was great for me because I was the substitute, so that meant I got to play (laughs) because the guy's teammate had accidentally smacked him in the head with a badminton racket when he was trying to hit the the birdie. So you can still get hit. I guess, like, the same idea if it was, like, doubles table tennis, but I don't know. Maybe I'd do that. Maybe I'd do the single. I don't know how it works.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but... To be entirely honest, there's about a one percent chance of developing a head injury in a men's soccer league. I would say, I would say there's a, an extreme, an extremely low chance of uh getting a head injury in a men's soccer league. Might hurt your ankles a little bit, but it's a generally pretty safe time. I would say. So.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Any any sport would probably do.
0: Well, okay, not any sport.
1: Football sounds kind of sus. When,
0: and actually, floor hockey people be kind of vicious. Oh, yeah. Floor hockey is awful. I
1: remember it, even in school, that was just that kills your ankles. Yeah. People are constantly like... People
0: are chopping wood. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. that That's not a great time, yeah. to be honest. Oh, I, I think it's a pretty good time. But just because I'm blessed with an extremely high resistance to sports injury for some reason. So... Very nice. At uh, least for now in the youth. At least for... Yeah. Before... I, <laughs> become wrinkly and moldy
1: yeah that's gonna change one day once you're 25 yeah Yeah, 25
0: (laughs) at the old age of 25 but to bring it back so your yearly theme for the year to come is experience
1: yeah and yeah i've sat down a few times and tried to like again go through kind of that spreadsheet and like just list out whatever's coming to mind like things that i want to do And interestingly, it is kind of some of the cheaper or free stuff that's really like vibing with me. Like one of the big like categories of things that I really definitely want to try and do is just explore Toronto more. Because I'm a bit of a homebody, so I don't really go out much. But then there's, I I just thought like one of the like slightly weirder but kind of interesting ideas is like maybe I just try and like navigate through the path a few times and see if I can like actually manage that. Which for those of you who don't know is like the underground tunnel system that spans over most of downtown Toronto really Which gets, I haven't been there yeah it gets you real lost sometimes <laughs> <laughs> cuz it's are underground and it's just yeah. tunnels but that sounds kind of fun I or didn't like not know about that what the heck oh yeah it's the funniest thing too, because it started out because some bankers in the financial district didn't want to like go outside to go between buildings, so the they just building their own tunnels under like the streets of the city. Huh. And eventually, the city found out and was like, "What the hell are you actually doing here? <laughs> this is ours now. We're going to manage these tunnels." Yeah, but like stop. Do not build tunnels yeah. under our city. This isn't your property. Oh, that's pretty crazy. But yeah, and then they've just expanded it to a lot of downtown Toronto.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Hmm. It, I think Montreal has something similar. Maybe it's just that mall that's Montre- all like underground. Montreal has but... this
0: thing that uh, one of my friends told me about when he was um, in Montreal for work a little while ago. Um, and one of his coworkers is from there. Apparently there's like this really interesting spot. So it's sort of a courtyard uh, in between a bunch of office buildings um and it's the the ground like the, the pathway is made of glass and underneath that is this really big bar oh that's um, sick so it's like an underground bar where the yeah the top's glass and on like thursdays fridays after everyone's done work they go down from the surrounding office buildings and so they're all in their like they're all in their business suits and in their you know their work clothes and they're just like having fun having drinks great time apparently but yeah so that's kind of funny because i'm I'm sort of the opposite of you and the opposite of a lot of people where I'm a very like if I'm only home to sleep, I'm fine with that. And so when I move to a new place, I sort of like it's like when you when you start a new video game and you have to build your map, I sort of just spend a decent amount of time just walking very specifically around the area like near where I live so I can just sort of develop a sense of direction, sense of where I am.
1: That's actually interesting because that's exactly how I perceive it as well as in yeah. my mind is of, as a video game map. Yeah. Except I haven't done that exploration. So I'm at that stage on the map where most of it is just fog. Kind of fog. But then there's yeah. bits where I come out of the TTC and I vaguely know what direction they are. But in between that and like other places oh, yeah. in between bus fog, stops, basically yeah. in between subway stops, mostly, uh, to okay, be honest, yeah, because yeah. you're actually just underground. And <laughs> like that feels like teleportation to me when I'm on the oh, subway. Yeah, for like, sure. It's basically just a video game where you get a loading screen for like twenty minutes, and then you,
2: you pop just read up a free somewhere newspaper. else in the world. Yeah,
0: she <laughs> a pretty accurate. Subway, yeah. light rail in Ottawa is a little, a little less like that because at least you have windows most of the time. I mean, depends, if you're in the downtown area, you don't. But if you're in some other parts, then you you can see outside and be like, I mean, oh hey, it's. Uh, that one bridge
1: (laughs) i mean toronto's the same but like the downtown section is just a lot
0: bigger (laughs) yeah so quite a bit (laughs) yes but yeah anyway so just yeah just to recap my theme going forward um is foundation yours going forward for the year is experience yeah and now we're moving into the last beer Ooh, very good uh this is from calabogie brewing company calabogie is a small town where they have a ski hill and probably other things <laughs> <laughs> probably not a lot though besides ski a hill and a brewery yep. basically, That's yeah basically pretty much it um pretty small place but it's really nice um and so this is a this is the one i was most confident you'd like milk
1: yeah this feels like one of the ones that i'm most excited about because it says yeah. milk stout brown cow and it's just a picture of a cow yeah, on p- it
0: yeah it's actual actual cow meat in every uh can of this fun fact
1: is it like actually milk in there of some kind? Um,
0: that I don't know. I don't know why it says milk, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So yeah, handcrafted in the Ottawa Valley, uh, brewed in Calabogie, and Canada. Wait a minute, I, I didn't know that. So yeah, it says it tastes like chocolate espresso, chocolate and espresso, and it's smooth and creamy. And I would agree. And yeah, this is basically. I would just say. Guinness mixed with dark chocolate a little bit, or Guinness mixed with okay. a little more coffee-ish?
1: Yeah, because it does have a few flavor profiles as you shake the can, you madman. Oh, <laughs> oh, it
0: says shake and pour on it.
1: Oh, it does say shake and yeah. pour. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, it says on the side, chocolate espresso, uh, smooth and creamy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very interested
0: in this one. Best so if it explodes. Hey, the can told me to shake it. The so. can
1: does say shake and pour, but you're making me nervous with this shaking the can here. Just gonna back away. (laughs) Okay, it's honestly less bad of an explosion than I thought. (laughs) Oh, interestingly, like a darker color to it. Close to the Guinness, I might even say. Or closest to the Guinness, definitely of all of them.
0: So yeah, this one pours like a Guinness, except the head's actually brown. Interesting. Which, yeah, I don't know. Why? Yeah, it's got some real like hot chocolate or chocolate milk yeah, vibes in there. Yeah. Head. Yeah. And it, like it smells quite a bit like a little bit like coffee, a little bit like. Um, I'm getting real dark Guinness smells off of it. Bready, malty. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly just like very Guinness kind of smells. It, lo- it looks exactly like a Guinness with the way it is, except it's a little foamier and the head's brown. So Yeah, interesting. Anyway, okay. Luncher. So it's extremely creamy.
1: Very yeah, I'm definitely seeing the like
0: dark chocolate. Very dark yes. chocolatey. This is a very dark chocolatey yeah, as well. A little bit yeah. Although I guess dark chocolate and coffee do kind of taste like each other. A little bit. But I like coffee tastes more than dark chocolate.
1: And this is definitely leaning. I think more dark chocolate.
0: I would agree. If this is like a, you know, the amber ale I described as like a summer beer this is like a winter beer <laughs> and if i would see say that, yeah it's like heavier and creamier and uh kind of like toasty tasting a little bit so Interesting. it's nice for cold weather i find but yeah i think we'll actually just enjoy this uh after the recording but oh wait let's, wait before we finish let, what would you rate each of these yeah, that's true. I we was just thinking that and we did We, just didn't. Completely <laughs> we it. totally forgot about it. Yeah,
1: that's what happens when you drink it and podcast. Yeah. So we had. I said Guinness was
0: eight. Uh, Kitchissippi seven. Um,
1: yeah, and then cider. the other ones.
0: So and I said the same for those two. I would rate this cider. I would honestly rate the cider a nine. Interestingly, House. I really okay. like some ciders.
1: I don't know. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm feeling the cider as much. It's just very sour, and I don't. Mm-hmm dig that taste as much because oh, okay. i'm from the 90s and i use dig as yeah. a verb <laughs> yep. adjective i can't remember off the top of my head right now I yeah use that, but one of those <laughs> uh i don't know that it was as good as the kitchissippi like very different taste oh, okay. obviously cider but i might I might go I don't six know, si- Say six and a half. Okay, maybe.
0: as a, as an uninitiated ciderman. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then we, the Lefe, I would say I would say the Lefe for me is a seven as well. <laughs> you didn't seem to like it as much. It's extremely clovey.
1: Oh yeah, it was.
0: So, I I'm struggling to remember right oh, now. Yeah. But you're reminding me.
1: It was very clovey. Yeah. Like man, um, let me take another sip of this one. Yeah, that one's okay. But maybe the lefty Man, would I put it even like a five? I really? Don't know. That
0: feels maybe a bit low, but huh. we'll, we'll go with it for now. I would make it a seven probably. Because okay. again, it's like something I would definitely order it for myself. Um, it's not like, yeah, I would order it for myself. I enjoy it. It's not like my number one of all time, but it's mm-hmm. it's enjoyable. Would I buy it? Yes. Very good.
1: Very yeah. cool. Okay. And then this last one, what are
0: you yeah. thinking? I would rate this one a nine too, actually. Interesting. Yeah. This is this is like a stouty stout. Is it interesting? Well I would say like this is like like as in like there's like standard beer in my head, which is like an ale lager type thing where it's like vaguely yellowy golden color, it has a little bit of a white head, it's bubbly, it's a little bitter, it's carbonated. Uh, like four to five percent alcohol. Versus this one's like extremely creamy, like extremely thick like it has, it's not that bitter, but it has like the sort of dark chocolate coffee thing going on. So I would say this is like, uh, yeah, just an extremely stouty stout.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Cause like, well, I like coffee, but I'm definitely not getting, I mean, I like a little bit of it, but it's definitely overwhelming, like dark chocolateness to it. Yeah. That little bit of like the breadiness yeah. that you get. That's kind of like it, it has, it has echoes of the Guinness. Which is definitely, I would say, still my like, favorite. You can tell it's the same genus. <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know that. Like I'm just deeply not a chocolate person. Like okay. I eat it when it's out for some reason because I am an animal <laughs> who just <laughs> does shit very Pavlovian. Yeah. But I don't know. I would I put it like a six. Okay, and then like sorry eight, but like I do really. Huh. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't love it. But I know we're on the last beer here. I said there was like two sides to my theme. I got through yeah. one of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, all good. All good. I know. We've been going a long time here. This is going to be the longest episode in a while. Yeah. Maybe. No way to actually deal a lot with that investing one. But true.
0: Well, is that a two-parter? That was a two-parter. Anyway, I think the first
1: one was still like an hour and a half. Almost. Yeah but anyways yeah I feel like the first part is really and the main part is that like developing like interests and experiences outside of work so like I talked about like free stuff like um, uh, just exploring the city a bit like I want to go like the path or like exploring like what are the best like parks or cafes or things like that just getting a
0: lay of the walkable land
1: exactly yeah and just kind of seeing what's out there a little bit because like it's a really cool city and and yeah
0: you live in a, a very good part of Canada for that where it's like right in the middle of biggest downtown that there is
1: in the country so exactly yeah so it's worth uh using it a lot yeah. while i'm there and then also like i figure uh more like pricier stuff is like going to like distilleries or breweries like there are a few around toronto that i definitely want to hit up this mm-hmm. year at some point as well as like thinking about uh other things that i just want to like get more like experience out of which is like getting back into like going to like plays or like the theater which
0: we also have a great theater scene in Toronto so yeah which that's cool speaking of which just saw come from away would highly recommend should be coming to Toronto sometime whenever it comes to Toronto I'm definitely there because that that's one I've wanted to see for a while that sounds cool extremely good
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah lots of stuff outside of work but then also the other side of it is a little bit like I do want to double down a bit more on like work experience in a way mm-hmm. in a sense like I, I remember uh from listening back to the last episode that felt like it was a bit of the like brunt of your year of experience at least like initially yeah i don't know how it transitioned. was like a lot of like work experience mm-hmm. and building that up which i felt like in that like idea of like languishing i've been a bit like i don't know I've, i feel like i've got that solid foundation at work like i'm now very reliable and dependable and there's a bunch of people who like know I'm good and like can depend on me. Yeah. But now like I'm a little bit over a year in and I feel like I'm at that point where I can start to like maybe like more intentionally start like developing very select skills, mm-hmm. but I want to be a little bit more like efficient or effective with it. Yeah. Like before when mm-hmm. I was in school, it was a very much more like scattershot or like uh buckshot way of just like try and get a little bit of everything and spend all my time on that kind of stuff because I wanted to get a job yeah but now it's like this is life a bit so I need to like balance it I still want to continue to like push and get ahead at work but also do stuff outside of work so it's like how can I really like focus on like the core skills that I'll get like the most like bang for my bucket of like spending time on
0: Well you can have, I guess yeah you can have like your professional things and your non-professional things so I'm just developing each one a bit more yeah,
1: exactly. That's that's what I figure. Like I want to like if as much as possible, just like keep work to the work day. But like if I find downtime, really like focus on like, OK, what kind of like skills, what kind of, what kind of things can I do to really continue to push ahead? But then once the work day is over and like obviously over weekends and all that jazz, like how can I make the most of that as well? Or just like try new stuff. See, like develop that almost like outside of work foundation a little bit better Mm -hmm. because i feel like that that definitely has not been
0: solid for a while so that would be good yeah exactly and uh that's that's kind of how i go about it's like like how i guess it's like different different uh legs of the chair or whatever that you sit on it's like
1: yeah or back in the day it was the different light bulbs or legs of the stool was
0: the analogy you brought from that that was for health but oh for health the, but then the, like but, the different
1: like light bulbs and how much each how bright each one is oh Those i don't remember analyses. that one. Oh, yeah I that's 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 a deep cut yeah that is yeah another thing that i've taken from cgp gray yeah excellent excellent man but yeah his idea was that or at least like this was something he talked about in one of like the first or second episode of cortex was like that idea that like uh there's like four different light bulbs in life i mean you can add as many light bulbs as you want you can have 10 if you want however my however you want to slice and dice your life yeah but it was something like work health i forget what the other two were exactly it was some variation of like family or community that might have been the two others but it's kind of those general idea
0: i would say i sort of think work friends family health
1: yeah yeah i think that was pretty much it and the idea was like you have say like a hundred like watts to give between them how are are you going
0: to like split this yeah exactly and it's like because like and it's best to have an even spread like decently healthy social life good relationship with your family decent work going on in good health like and you don't need to go absolutely insane on any one of them like you don't need to spend three hours in the gym every day getting extremely fit but then not have any friends or like stuff like that.
1: I feel like there are, I think it's good to have like, or it's fine to have phases in life where maybe like like some are, you're leaning more into some than others, especially because like, you know, it takes some like intentional effort to develop or figure out like to start making new friends or to start a new job. Like that takes a lot of effort, right? Like there's a lot of time that has to go into that. So that's okay. But over the long run, over larger scales, you want that to, even out a little bit more, mm-hmm. which I probably leaned a lot more into like work. And I've done pretty well on like health as well over the last time, but like the family and social life hasn't been burning as brightly. Yeah.
0: And, you know, uh, everything's, yeah, sort of a balancing act. So But
1: yeah. yeah. Or like, I think Cal's Newport's, um, he talks Cal's about like, Newport. <laughs> Cal's Newport. Cal's <laughs> Newport. His Newport, <laughs> <laughs> send your ships there. Yeah. <laughs> now he talks about like the life buckets is something that he's working on oh, yeah. which uh interestingly i it's it's kind of cool to listen to his podcast because he's talking about the next two books he's got coming out mm-hmm. a little bit the next one's going to be on slow productivity and the one after that is going to be on the deep life so those will deep definitely life. be interesting topics yeah
0: what's deep life it's just a this very. Is, this like, is a bit of a spoiler for one we're definitely probably gonna definitely probably we're definitely going to do in the future so
1: it's kind of in essence like just a very like intentional life. Like I, I don't think I'm gonna do justice to it here off the cuff after two and a half beers, but <laughs> two but and yeah. a quarter. Two two and a quarter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly downing the rest of it <laughs> to make my statement accurate. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like very like intentional and I would say like probably in a way balanced. Like he talks about the different buckets which are similar except he probably has like work health like social family and then uh, contemplation is often the other one so some kind of like philosophy or spirituality or something like that so yeah i, I feel like i want to like get more i don't know i want to lean more into the other ones be it like the social and the contemplation a little bit more just like
0: the, like, like balance a little bit
1: yeah like a little bit better i think yeah. would be good continue to
0: push across the board but a yeah. little bit better balance yeah. would be good and um, I mean, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't give 100% to everything, you know. So it's like you just got to have areas of focus. Like you're saying, like, now you're going to focus a little more on the, um, I guess, there's like, I guess the introverted and the extroverted parts of it, introvert, like work and health are generally a personal thing versus uh, family and friends, like family and social well I guess family is social, like family and friends uh and general relationships is you know by definition external, with other people yeah. external uh so you know mm-hmm. different phases focusing between the two mm-hmm. yeah definitely
1: but yeah I feel like I want to get a little bit more intentional a bit across the board I've I feel like I've got the health like pretty dialed in like I want to play a little bit more with the food maybe especially like Seeing if there's any like ways to get like continue to get like good food but like for cheaper mm-hmm. would definitely be interesting in this inflationary, unprecedented
0: yeah. times. While well, the times do do they just keep getting more, they just keep getting less and less precedented. You know, <laughs> except if you look at the past, and then they're very precedented. <laughs> but, like the across of, the board, the these past of, few years are very precedented. The level of precedentedness.
1: Like, off the charts <laughs> like this pandemic is nowhere near as bad as previous ones it seems like but happens yeah <laughs> it does happen it still sucks but but yeah so that would be interesting uh, and I totally lost my thought what was I what was I talking about
0: you were just talking about this different... is the part of the podcast where we should end the podcast probably yeah let's just do it <laughs> Yeah. well anyway um, as a recap my future or my theme for the year to come is foundation comma building one um and aiden yours is experiences and as the more important uh recap i would rate <laughs> <laughs> the guinness as an eight the kitchissippi amber ale, this Amber brown yeah, amber amber ale uh as a seven the brickworks premium dry craft cider Nine, or I guess it was just Brickworks Batch 1904 as a nine, the Lefe as a seven, and the Milk Stout Brown Cow from Calabogie Brewing. Oh, it's Calab- Calabogie Brewing as a nine.
1: Interesting. And as my recap, I'd say that the Guinness <laughs> is eight out of 10, Kitchissippi Pale Ale, seven out of 10, Amber Ale, bruh. What did I just say? A pale ale. Anyway. Pale <laughs> I could feel myself tilting to the side about to fall over as I said that. So this is, this is good. We're coming yeah. to an end. The batch batchworks, brickworks, cider. What the hell did I say that was? Seven out of ten? No, six out of ten. Yes, I think I said six out of ten. I think I said six out of ten. I think I said the blonde was five out of ten. That's a lefe blonde. The leffe blonde. And then the brown cow. I think I said that was like well, no, we we didn't rank it before now. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. I, I in my mind when I started, I was I think I was going to give it like six six and a half. But like as I drank it, I'm like, nah, this isn't really it. I might just give it another five out of ten. Really? Huh. Yeah. It's like I I'm just not a chocolate fan. Like for some Very reason, I'll kind of eat it when it's
0: out, but it's like yeah. deeply unpleasant. Huh. And I would say yeah. This is. Uh... Extremely dark chocolatey. So okay, so so you're this is the one you've expanded to, I guess. Kitchissippi Amber Ale you would grab again.
1: Definitely, yeah. And I mean like for a cider, that cider was pretty good.
0: The nineteen oh
1: four. Yeah, like I find like they're usually like too sweet whereas Mm -hmm. that like it was very sour and i'm not totally i'm not really usually a fan of sourness so that's why i think it wasn't that high but on the cider ranking that must be the best i've had okay cool so you would i don't know if i've had ciders outside of the brickworks ciders but but
0: dry ciders are much nicer for Mm -hmm. like drinking a whole glass of i find Mm -hmm. but okay so you're you're reaching primarily for the kitchissippi 1855 again maybe the brickworks 1904 maybe
1: yeah like the go-to is still the Guinness, as mm-hmm. it should be. <laughs> I've definitely, yeah, that's just solid. It's hard to top that. Yeah,
0: but uh, okay, so yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's 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 the year, and that's the recommendation for everybody: pick up a Guinness and maybe get it be your brickwork. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: You just buy Guinness. You can find it all over the world. <laughs> you can. Man, that's that's the thing. I feel like I want to like like both in, like, beer or, like, especially, like, whiskey. Like, the more niche stuff's more. But the really mainstream, super popular, high sales volume
0: stuff. like Jameson is great. (laughs) Yeah, like, there's a
1: reason why everybody buys it. Like, Jameson, the Johnny Walker. Like, it's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, some of the other stuff, no. Like, the, like, Jim Bean, Jack Daniels. No, like no. Especially Jack Daniels. I haven't tried
0: Jim Bean, but.
1: Neither have I, but I've heard it's garbage. Maybe we'll add it in, in the bourbon one as like a point of reference. Cause especially cause it's such a like high sales volume, like really widely sold one. Really? Huh. Oh yeah. It's one of like the like top selling alcohols, which Jack Daniels, Jameson, Johnny Walker are also up there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we also could do one at some point with like, just like the, some of the top selling ones outside of excluding India uh, or Indian whiskey because they just dominate the sales volume because of the sheer like volume of people buying their whiskey. Really? I, and uh, we can't well, really get them for know. an affordable price here. Oh really? Huh. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I've never tried one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. They dominate. I like, I, I always reference back this like one list I found online of like the top, like 25 best selling whiskeys by, I think like sales volume or yeah. like just number of like liters sold. sold. Yeah, exactly. Year. And like Indian whiskeys absolutely dominate it. Uh, i think in part in large part just from like that's like the whiskey one point eight billion people yeah (laughs) in india (laughs) yeah but like we can't get them that affordably here because it would be interesting to add a few of them maybe we'll at some point but like i
0: hey i might go to india sometime so
1: so maybe pick up a few bring it back (laughs) but yeah between like the shipping or import fees or whatever they're not the most affordable here i assume (laughs) they're a lot more affordable there
0: yeah i would assume. but anyway but yeah, maybe at some point yeah anyway but yeah anyway those are good some things stuff. in the future yeah um but uh so merry christmas happy new year everyone yeah and,
1: uh, uh would recommend yearly theme if you want to it's a it's a good thing it's yeah. nice to reflect and to plan forward and yeah very good very good beer very good yearly themes and uh goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>